Welcome to the What's Your Drive podcast. It's your host, Bianca Sanchez, here to introduce the next episode of In the Box with Brad, the weekly download of the happenings within the Hirschbach community with our president and CEO, Brad Pinchuk. Kick back, relax, and enjoy. Apologize, I, we skipped last week, and uh, I think I was out of town. Can't remember what was going. On. Yeah, I was in Sioux City last week, so I apologize for that. Um, myself, I've got uh, myself, Brad Pinchuk, and I've got Dan Wallace with us today. Hey, Dano. Hey, Brad. How you doing? Good. And we got a special guest with us as well over here. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing fine. Why don't you introduce yourself? I mean, most of us know who you are, but. Oh, yeah. How many years? Five years straight at Hirschbach. Um, Congratulations. Been here 70 years. And one of the best companies to work for, though. Well, thanks, Ken. We appreciate it. Ken does a great job. Ken's in uh, over-the-road uh, business uh, with us. And, you know, today um, today actually is kind of a, a big day for over-the-road. Um, we had rolled out uh, the new incentive programs, the weekly uh, 10 cents per mile kicked in uh, probably, what, about six weeks ago or so, Dano? About six weeks ago. Yeah, the weekly one's been, been very successful. It's really, really simple. Uh, it's 10 cents a mile. And, uh, you know, our freight has been very strong. And so we've been able to uh, keep the miles up pretty strong. And, and as, uh, as such, uh, the, weekly, uh, the weekly results have been very strong. I mean, it's I mean, we've been running at a fleet average of 2,400, but that means, you know, guys down and stuff and off. And, you know, it's not uncommon to pull up a truck with 26, 28, 3,200 miles. And, you know, the calculation's pretty easy. I was talking to Ken earlier, and uh, I'll let Ken talk, but uh, I think it's uh, been quite a boost each week for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. If you're okay with it. Oh, I'm. Well, I'm, I'm averaging anywhere from 18 to 26 a week vertical. Wow. That's, uh, those are some big numbers. Um, and that's not even with the 2,000 miles. How many, how, how many miles do you usually get? I, I've been averaging about 26, 27 because yeah. I've been doing four or five short runs a week. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot. pull into a place to get loaded and you go deliver it the same day. That's a lot of work. Well, right. so Ken, Ken's a master at mixing in some of those <laughs> mid-range loads to yeah. push up his rate per mile. Yeah, well, big miles, a uh, combination of uh, some of those shorter haul loads to get that rate per mile up. And, of course, doing it safely and, and, and now getting that extra 10 cents. So, um, big bonus, real yeah. big bonus. Yeah, a lot of the guys are seeing, you know, 250, 275 300 a week just in the weekly bonus so that's huge and then uh and then the second piece of it we replaced the quarterly bonus with a with a more lucrative uh four week uh period bonus so we got 13 months now i guess in our in our year for the monthly bonuses and and uh what just today we're paying out the the first one is that right yeah uh, the first one for the uh, lease purchase uh operators and over the road um you know uh uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's quite a sum of money, 
Uh, we're actually, I'll give you some statistics, not individuals, but overall statistics. I'm, gonna, I'm, trill, I'm still trying to figure out where we're going to get that money from. We're, we're going we're gonna to have to get some... <laughs> We're going to have to get some rate increases and be a lot more efficient. Um, and no accidents, please. Yes. Uh, let's, uh, let's not uh, waste money on, uh, on banging stuff yeah. up. We're, uh, we paid out to our lease operators today a little over $570,000. Uh, we had uh, 562 drivers qualify. Uh, keep in mind, this is the first time we've, we've, we ran it through. The average driver got a, a little over 1000 bucks. Now, this is on top of their weekly. So, like earlier when I was talking with Ken, I mean, he's when he looks at the whole four-week period, again, it's four weeks, so you actually got to take these numbers per annual times 13. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Ken's talking, you know, 1800 2000 bucks a month. Extra. Uh, and that's exactly what we're seeing. This is over and above what they were making, so... And that that's what we're seeing. I'm seeing on a you know a weekly basis with the payouts. Uh, now this is the first uh, four week period, but uh, there's no doubt the drivers here are making more money. It's about yeah, add them both up. It's about 500 bucks a week, right? Pretty close. Pretty close. Four or so, 500. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's pretty consistent. The miles are are very strong. Uh, I think we're uh, I think we've got a real shot at having the uh, one of the strongest weeks this year uh, in uh, miles per trucks. So we're uh, we're very high on the load count, and, and load count translates to uh, miles. So uh, we'll know for sure Monday, but we're trending really good. That's great. You know, Ken, you know, we've got, uh, you know, you've been here for seven years, best of the best, five years consecutively. You know, you're you're a you're a go-to guy. I know when when the planners see you coming into the area, they know that uh, you, you know you get your money, you're safe, you do it all. I mean, I get give some advice to uh, you know particularly some newer operators to Hirschbach on how can they achieve similar results uh, that you've been achieving here. Well, uh, one thing when I grew up. That's how he kind of raised me, and he always told me to be the best. He said, whatever you do in life, be the best at it. If you're going to be a bum, be the best bum. <laughs> if you're going to do this, be the best at what you do. Yeah. So Brad will tell you, when I came here, I told him, you didn't even really know me. I said, I'm going to be the best driver that you got. Mm-hmm. And that was seven years ago, and I stick to that. I, I have to set goals to a hurt my next goal I need to set is to get my million safe miles. I got like 800 and some thousand. Uh, and otherwise, making money and doing my load stuff, I'm never in a hurry. I don't never let a planner rush me. I don't let a driver manager rush me. I am controlled of the situation. I do what's better for me. Uh, if I say, for instance, if you got, I was just telling uh, Dan. I mean, Brad, if you got 32 hours on your clock on your 70 and they give you a load, say for instance, it's going to be like two hours to play with, that's kind of tight. To me, I wouldn't take it because you still got to do your driver book, you got to do your free trip, and you got to do your uh, fueling. So you got to add all of those hours into it when you 
going to a care, care plan and if something happens, you accepted that load. So therefore, they could, if they wanted to, give you a service failure. Therefore, you're going to blow your money for your weekly bonus. So I don't ever take something that's going to really stress me out unless they say, well, Ken, well, just do your best. If we, if I do my best and, and I got it in writing, saying that we can't go ahead if we if if we need to we are real lay it that's the only way i would take a load like that i don't ever put myself in a position where i i don't have max control over also another the key thing at hirschbach you have to know how to trip plan a lot of people doesn't don't really take their trip planning serious i don't take when i take a load I know where I'm gonna stop on pretty much on my 30 minute break unless I get sleepier before. I know where I'm gonna take my 10 hour break at. I know where I'm gonna eat at. You have to look and look at your map, look at your GPS and know, say, hey, well, I can run this hour. I can run from here to there. I can do this and that. It's all about trip planning, you guys. That's how you make your money here at Hirschbach. They can give you all the miles in the world, but you're still not gonna make them on time unless you know how to trip plan. You, you know, stay out, stay out of the truck stops unless you necessarily have to. Try to go to the customer and see if they'll let you park there or somewhere close by. Um, you can pull up to the consignee and say, hey, he'd arrived at consignee. They won't let me stay. They force you to leave. You can PC and then come back and you won't lose your clock. A lot of guys will pull into a, a truck stop and then they'll drive 30 minutes away to get unloaded and then they'll sit there four hours. You done blew your pre-plan right there because you've been sitting all day. So little things like that, that sometimes your driver manager might not tell you. So just even, even with your shipper, you go there, you hit a ride, then you can PC to a safe spot, then you could come back. So pretty much you be getting loaded while you're sleeping, while you're resting. So when you get out, when you leave out of there, you got a full clock. Absolutely. I just <laughs> echo what uh, Ken's saying there. Trip planning is just fundamentally so important at Hirschbach. Um, and, you know, what he describes uh, operationally we see every day. And uh, uh, can't, can't, uh, can't encourage you enough to uh, take that, you know, if it, you know, mentally five minutes or whatever to to map out in your head where, you know, how many miles you need to knock down, where you're going to eat, when you're going to fuel, when you're going to break. Uh, that's uh, you know, it's really it's really telling with the with the uh, kind of the, the the experienced operators. They they know it just like Ken. I mean, he knows it off the top of his head, but. They still, many of them still mentally go through that exercise. And I can't, ex uh, can't encourage all of you enough to do that. You know, the thing, the, what, what I heard from Ken that really stood out to me was when you said you go, you take everything slow. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you know, here's someone that, I mean, you're, you're getting a lot of miles on a weekly basis right right yeah but you do everything slow i mean that really so, that really a light bulb went out in my mind when when you said that 
And I think that's just such great advice. I mean, go slow and making sure you fully evaluate the pre-plan and do the trip planning that Dan and Ken are talking about, right? Go slow when you're backing up and make sure you get out and look and assess the situation. Never be in a hurry. That's when you get yourself in trouble. And, you know, the successful operators that I've been around for 27 years, they all, I mean, they're all reliable. And I always like to say that you earn your own reputation, okay? And if you earn a reputation that you're trustworthy and you communicate effectively and you do what you say you're going to do, those operators always make money. Mm-hmm. They always make money. Now, the flip side of that, right? If you're not doing that, if you're not reliable, planners, you know, can't trust that you're going to be able to pick up and deliver load on time. Those folks never make money. And, um, and I guarantee those folks are the ones that are in a hurry all the time, too. Right? Pretty much, you know, uh, what I see here <clears throat> when a lot of guys come out of orientation, they're in such a hurry to get in the truck and get money. And so later on that night, 8 and 9 o'clock, they don't even have their uh, iPad working in the truck, geotag. They can't log on. They can't sign in. Those are the things that I take, I, I make sure that I, I I check and I double check before I leave. Or did I put my shipper's number down? Did I put the, um, did I make sure that I put this trailer number down? That keeps logs. I haven't had a log violation in seven years. This is I, someone I, that's running big miles. I'm no. not bragging, Brad. No, I'm You're just saying. Like I'm, I'm bragging. I'm, no, not. I'm, I'm just emphasizing right, the fact right, that right. you're you're going slow. True. You're not incurring log violations, and you're still running. Not only is it a lot of miles, but it's a it's a healthy mixture of longer haul, medium, and short haul loads as well. True. Right. True. So it can be done. It can. Yeah, be done. I'm, I'm I've done it. I've done it, and I and I try to practice that every day but I need to say this just because for me you know everybody has somebody that they believe in I believe in God I pray before I move my truck every single time I don't even if I'm on PC whatever that's just me it might work for you it might not work for you but I'm just saying that that's me because um, when I came here at her spot I was homeless I was homeless. I had $150 in my pocket. June 17, 2013. That's all I had. Me and my wife had just got evicted from my house in Chicago. I had nothing. So I had to make something of myself, and I wanted to be the best, and I wanted to be able to take care of my family. Since I've been here at Hirschbach, we everybody had, this company has their ups and downs. But I can tell you one thing, and I'm not, ain't nobody paid me to say this. These two guys here take care of their drivers. If you got a sincere enough problem, they're going to work with you. Uh, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, they're going to take care of you. Lot, not too many companies are going to do that. I've been driving trucks since 1993. And this is Farmo, the best company I've ever worked for. And 
just like when Brad told us about the PPP loans back when the virus came out. I had no clue. And I, I said, I'm not going to get no PPP loan. And as soon as I filed it, I got it, which helped me and my family out during a, during a very hard time. But these two guys here, it's hard to get in touch with them now. I ain't gonna <laughs> try to get them. It, that's nearly impossible. No, but when you do get them, they're going to take care of the situation. They're not going to blow you off. They always got time to talk to you. So that's what I like about Hirsch Fox. Well, thanks, Ken. Those are really kind words. And we've, I mean, we're, we're blessed uh, here at Hirschbach. Uh, I mean, we've got great people um, in operations and safety and all over throughout the organization. And I know that uh, they do a great job uh, making sure the issues get taken care of. And if sometimes if we need to get involved, we'll get involved. Um, we really care about all of you and your success here at Hirschbach. And, and um, you know, your jobs are tough. And um, we understand that. And we have a great appreciation for the tough jobs that you do out there on the road. And you've probably heard me say this before, but my philosophy is if you're not driving a truck here at Hirschbach, you're supporting those that are. And, and that doesn't mean anyone's job is more important than anyone else's. Um, this is a team sport uh, here at Hirschbach. Uh, but, I mean, we're a trucking company, and I'm damn proud of the fact that we are. And um, and our drivers, you know, they're the ones that are picking up and delivering the loads. And uh, everyone else is, is there to make their tough jobs uh, really a little easier. And, um, and and we've got a great team here at Hirschbach, uh, both in the trucks and, and outside the trucks. And it, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, anyway, Ken, those are really uh, kind words to say. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, we can't thank you enough for the incredible job that you do here at Hirschbach. Um, you've earned, I mean, that's it, really a, a touching story uh, listening to your, I've heard it uh, before and every time I hear it, I get, I get choked up, but you've truly earned every, every penny that you've, uh, you've made here at Hirschbach and, and um, it's, it's great having you a part of the team. Well, see, also it, it pays to have a good driver manager. Nikki, <laughs> I can't, I have to say it. Uh, Nikki Moose is like the best driver manager to me here at Hirschbach. Uh, she cares about her drivers, and uh, she puts forth the effort to make sure that you're getting your miles, especially if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, a, lo a lot of it, it has to deal with your attitude. If you come in there with a nasty attitude, I, I, me personally, I don't want to be bothered with you either. So if you got a good attitude and, and you, now everybody's not gonna agree all the time, but if you come in there with a positive attitude and you set your mind, say, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. See, you have to take this job just like it's yours, which it is. You're leasing the truck. So that means you are your boss. I'm Trinity and KJ Trucking. This is my job. So I have to treat this like this is like all I have, which it is. And that's how you got to look at it. That's how a lease person's operator. Now, company drivers, that's different. I wouldn't know anything about that. But I'm my own boss. I do what I want to do and how I do it. And they don't bother me. So, and but yet and still, on the flip side, when they need me to do something, I have I do it. So you have to set the rapport with your driver manager, with your operations manager, with the owners to let them know, like, hey, 
I really want to do this. I want to make money. And if you're doing what you got to do, you can't help. You can't do nothing but make money. You know, I think the most miles I got in one week was 4,100. Oh, wow. No, I, I just want to <laughs> thank you also, Ken. And, and, and uh, you know, it's just a, it's a real pleasure working with Calvary Driver like you. But, uh, you know, I, a couple things I want to, you know, uh, touch on there is, you know, what, Ken, what I heard Ken saying is he runs his business like a business. And, and for that reason, he's successful. And, uh, you know, you know, we've had a good program. We've been over seven years, I think, uh, you know, and, and we've always had a good program. But I think with these innovations we've added in, in just recently, I mean, I, I think we've got one of the probably maybe the best program in the industry at this point. I was just telling Brad that earlier. Nobody has a pay, pay, a pay like this right now. You can't do nothing but make money. I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, we've got the performance, and, and and you know, Brad can recite them frontwards and backwards, <laughs> but at 2,500 miles. I don't know how we're going to pay for them, but I can tell you what you're going to make. But. At 2,500 miles a week, you're going to make money. Yeah, no, it, 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 we're, uh, you, you, you all deserve it. Um, now, as I've mentioned many times, I, I'm really asking everyone to do everything they can to conserve unnecessary expenses right whether it's uh, accident related you know listening to your truck taking care of your truck making sure you're not ignoring um, you know checking your air pressure on your on your tires uh, making sure that you're doing a good solid pre-trip uh, making sure those PMs are getting done and, and so forth it's you know you got to take care I mean you can take care of your business uh, you better take care of your truck or else you're, you're not gonna be uh, doing too well out there um, the other thing I'd say is uh, I'd ask all of you to uh, freight, as Dan said, is very, very strong. And um, don't worry, there's there's plenty of miles for you, and there's plenty of miles for some other people to join Hirschbach as well. And, you know, we've got a nice um, uh, uh, bonus, referral bonus. It's $1,200. Uh, no strings attached, I think we've. There's, there, it's basically just paid out uh, after the guy all starts hauling freight, I think. Is that right, Dan? Pretty, yes. So, you know, I know with COVID and so forth, Ken and I were talking, and it's a little bit uh, more difficult as far as people keeping their distance and, you know, strangers talking to each other and some of that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're looking for some good operators, and with what we've got to offer, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to attract and, and retain uh, the best operators that are out there. So help us find those people, help educate them on how special a place Hirschbach is and, and what great opportunities uh, exist here um, for, for folks to come and be a part of something special, make some good money, operate good equipment, and work with good people. So. I just want to tag on to what Brad was saying about, uh, um, you know, the efficiencies, whether it be accident-free, uh, cargo damage free uh, fuel efficiency following the fuel network etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, but service you know on time service to our customers so you know over the next four to six weeks uh, Brad keeps bringing up how are we gonna pay for this how are we gonna pay for right. it I'm, I'm going out for the next four to six weeks I'll be on the road uh, meeting with customers requesting rate increases and you know if we can go in there you know with 97 98 percent on time it's a lot easier conversation so i know you all do your best but any extra effort and 
making sure we're on the, uh, you know, we have our A game, so to speak, for service, uh, will definitely pay all of us dividends down the road. Yeah, I mean, it, the service and the other thing that helps is capacity. And previous years when uh, the market's been tight and we've had high demand for our services, uh, we've been, it, it almost sounds counterintuitive, uh, you know, get get more, get a higher rate per mile from the customer and get more business. But um, we're, we're more successful in being able to get uh, rate increases when we can also tell them we can provide them more capacity. And so going back to uh, finding some more good operators, uh, that's going to help us uh, convince these customers to, to give us a little bit more money. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Well, Ken, yes, sir. I want to thank you again for the amazing job you do and for joining us here it. today. I appreciate it. I know you got a, a good run uh, coming here. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, just like right now, I'm a, I pick up in Columbus Junction. Iowa to 99. I have that by in um, Council Bluff by 5. Then I got an extra hour. I drive to Lincoln, take my break, pick up out of Lincoln, and be in Tar Hill by Monday night. That's perfect. And then, uh, <laughs> well, we got plenty of freight out of Tar Hill Monday. Oh, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, and what's going to happen towards the end of next week, Ken? When you oh, I got a brand spanking new truck. <laughs> you got a new Freightliner, right? Yes, sir. They so got, can they got different colors, y'all. So yeah, we've got black, silver, white, and red. And uh, Ken's preference is a black one, right? Yeah, I, I would like a black one. That's what I got. Yeah, I like the shine. The, the rims shine better. Yeah, you yeah, know, they're sharp. And so, you know, Freightliners are good trucks. Um, mm -hmm. I had some truck issues this year. But uh, even though I had a lot of truck issues this year with the Kentworth, that we're um, not really, you know, it, it was a touch and go a lot of days, but I never gave up. I never still missed a load. Um, I always communicate. See, that's another thing, guys. Communicate with your DM. A lot of people don't want to talk to their DM. You ain't got to talk to them, send them a message. That's on them to answer. If you're feeling a little tired at night and you got like two hours to go and you want to take a nap, don't force it. Pull over, find your safe place to take a nap. Say, hey, send your message. I'm not feeling the best or I need to take a 20-minute nap. They'll, they'll look out. They can't do nothing but honor that because they'd rather you take a 20-minute nap or be 20 minutes late than to have a wreck. Um, me, myself, when I start yarning, it's time to look take a nap. I take a power nap. That's that's a good thing to do. When you yarn, find somewhere to pull over and take a power nap. Um, sometimes you can take a 10-hour break and had a lot of sleep and get up and ride an hour, and I still have to pull over and take a nap. But what what great advice. You know, the, the, the rules, the regulations, the hours of service, you know, those are the bare minimum. You need to follow those. But more importantly, you know, even though your 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 logbook might say you got hours, listen to your body. Yes, cause and please, I I eat right. That's the number one thing. You cannot eat all of that food and expect to. You can't eat. Go to the TA, eat the buffet, and expect to get in your truck and drive 500 miles. It's not gonna happen. Plus, it adds a lot of weight. I was at three. I get, I came in here about 320, and after a couple of years, I got up to 385, and that was killing me. 
and it will cause me to have high blood pressure, pre-diabetic, a lot of other stuff. So I've lost 50 some pounds by not eating carbs. I don't do that. Eat a salad, um, drink a, a lot of water. You know, those little things, those are the things that help me. Because when your body is acting right, you can drive more miles. Mm -hmm. You know, and like I say, take it slow, y'all. And um, just do, take this as you, this is your business that you ain't got nobody telling you to do what to do. You have to make your decision. Don't blame it on your driver manager. Don't blame it on the planner. You accepted those lows. Don't take nothing that's going to put you in an uncompromising position. Because when it's all said and done, Brad go home, Dan go home, you're still out here in this truck and you still got bills to pay. Well, unless I'm out there driving. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he drives a little. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen the video you driving yet, but he drives a I, Yesterday, I, I, I went down to Mammoth. I took a... Uh, a good trailer down there. We uh, the volume in Monmouth has gone up, and so we needed some more trailers down there. I I took a trailer down, and then uh, I brought back an old trailer that uh, we had we had sold uh, yesterday. So, mm -hmm. but two weeks ago, yeah, I went out there, put down some miles, and uh, I think next week I'm gonna go back out there. So I'm I'm talking I'm thinking about dragging Jelaine, my wife, out uh -oh. with me. Uh oh, that's a different story. Yeah, I remember I had my wife out. Lord, I was looking for a, a, the next airline, the next Greyhound. <laughs> too, too much uh, together time. <laughs> <laughs> they move everything in your truck, man. You Ken, know. Ken, you know she's going to be watching this, right? Oh, man, please. I got that. I pay her. She gets a nice salary every week. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, enjoy that new Freightliner. You've earned it. That's another incentive for all of you to uh, be high performers. You know, you're, you're a high performer. You're, you're uh, going to be first on the list for, for new trucks and so forth. So seniority, performance, we take uh, those things uh, are really what we're looking at when we uh, uh, determine who's going to get the, uh, the first uh, trucks that come in. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Well, I know, Dan, right. you've Thank got. Thank you, Ken. Thanks a lot, Ken. No problem. Appreciate you joining us here today. Mm -hmm. um, Tony's going to come and join us here in a little bit. But, uh, Ken, thanks a lot, buddy. See you, y'all. Take it slow and stay safe. Great advice. Great advice. I know we've got um, – Dan's got a few other things uh, before we bring Tony in. You know, one thing I wanted to mention, Chris isn't with us today. Chris Schmidt, who manages the dedicated side. But uh, we also have a great new uh, monthly uh, bonus program that went in place on the dedicated side. And it's being paid out today as well. And uh, so um, so that's in place. And uh, I know Chris has got, uh, he's busy. He's got uh, a lot of new business uh, that's uh, coming on board as well on the dedicated side. Uh, more details to follow, but uh, we got a CO2 fleet for Cook, I know, uh, that's going to be starting up is, is one of the items that's kind of interesting and different. Uh, we've got an expansion going up. Excuse me. Whoops. Um, uh, we have an expan expansion of the Nestle water fleet uh, out of Michigan. Uh, I believe we're going to be adding 25 operators to that fleet. And uh, with our largest customer, Smithfield, uh, we do a variety of things from a lot of over-the-road business to dedicated to the spotting. We do some CO2 for Smithfield. 
Now we're going to start doing some live haul. We're going to haul some haul some pigs. So uh, out of Tar Hill, uh, we're going to start with a couple trucks and, and start hauling that, hauling that. So who knows where that'll go. Maybe that'll be something uh, that will uh, really enjoy and, and, and expand in the future. So I know Chris has got some, uh, and his team has, has got some real good stuff uh, and, and many others that are cooking. Um, you know, going back to the, uh, <clears throat> the bonus programs and so forth, um, we've touched j most of the, the operators in some way, shape, or form. Of course, we get a guy like Dave Mahalley that comes in the office, uh, and, um, you know, uh, some, of, some of the folks that are percentage, of course, their increase comes in the form of these rate increases that you're going to be working on over the next uh, few weeks, right, Daniel? Yeah, exactly. So a uh, big shout-out to Dave. He come in Wednesday evening and get us up for a raise but uh like like many of the other percentage guys but uh yeah we haven't forgotten about you uh we're going out uh for rate increases uh you guys can do the math but uh, uh pretty much we're out there in that eight to twelve percent range depending on how the customer's yield is so you guys know what we run at add another uh say just ten percent to it and you get your cut so you're gonna come out of this pretty healthy um uh, I'd say uh, really healthy, actually, if you do the math. Yeah. So, so be patient. We are going to get uh, get rate increases, um, and uh, so the percentage guys. Uh, so there's a couple other groups of drivers. Yeah. That uh, that uh, you know we we went with the <laughs> least purchased first. Quite frankly, it's uh, of the total of around 1,100 trucks and over the road. The least purchased program constitutes about 800 850 of it. So by far the biggest group of drivers. Uh, so the next two groups that we're ready to roll out is the, uh, the over-the-road uh, company drivers. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a relatively small group, less than 50. Many of them are, are legacy got drivers that have been with us for many years. So obviously we need to, to do something for them. And it, the program's uh, similar to, to the monthly for the over-the-road group. Uh, with the you know the, it's the same concept it's a uh, mileage based with uh, different buckets and uh, it, essentially it's the exact same as the over the road uh, lease purchase except the the buckets the, the amount is instead of being 10 20 and 30 cents a mile it's 5 10 and 15 uh, and that's you know represents the cost of a company driver with the benefits whether it be vacation or or, uh, or medical insurance etc so uh, still is a, a very healthy program uh, the calculations work just the same and we'll be getting this out on social media and we'll be getting it in the hands of the dms and you'll be able to step through it with your driver manager and and do the calculations and then uh, I'm, I'm thinking most of you are going to opt into this but in the event that you want to stay with the traditional quarterly plan, uh, that will be an option. So, uh, you know, just uh, use an example of a, of a driver that uh, goes out and, and drives uh, 9,292 miles in a four-week period. Uh, so he's going to get a nickel a mile on the four to 6,000 miles. That's 100 bucks. Then he'll get another 10 cents a mile on the six to 8,000 miles. That's 200 bucks. And then on the 8,000 plus miles, he'll collect another 15 cents, $194. You add it all up, $493.80. Um, so 
And there's uh, 13 periods. There's 13 periods, mm -hmm. so uh, adds up uh, to a pretty nice, uh, you know, uh, chunk of money. And uh, you know, these are very real. These are numbers we run every week. Uh, uh, very achievable numbers. You know, uh, you know, you start you start pushing up over that 2,500 miles a week for 10,000 in a, in a in a four week period. The numbers get uh, they get uh, much better. So. That's what we're going to do for the over-the-road company drivers, um, and uh, we'll be getting all the information out. Uh, it is going to be effective Monday, uh, so we'll have we'll in the we'll in the third quarter, uh, and then we'll roll into this program if you choose it. Uh, there's been some questions out there about what about the third quarter bonus. Uh, we've already finalized and paid out the uh, lease purchase guy drivers. Uh, but all the drivers that were not on that program will still get their normal uh, third quarter payout. I believe it's the third week of, of uh, October here. So you've got that coming also. So that's what we're going to do for the company drivers. Um, the, the other piece uh, that comes under the over-the-road umbrella is the Tyson Power Only uh, fleet, which is uh, 100 to 120 drivers. And... Uh, same thing, um, you know, these, these trucks, uh, these, these drivers, uh, w their, their weekly safety net will serve as their weekly bonus, but they will qualify for the four-week monthly, uh, I should say four-week period, 13 periods of uh, safety and performance uh, incentives. And for the company, Tyson Power Only Guys, it it works exactly like the uh, over-the-road uh, plan that I just described, uh, 5, 10, and 15. So like 4,000, 6,000, and 8,000, 5, 10, and 15. So it works exactly like the, the company over-the-road pay plan. Um, and then on the weekly, they have their safety net and, and to protect them against any shortages that way. On the Tyson power-only lease purchase operators, uh, they they will have their weekly uh, safety net. Uh, in addition, they will have uh, the same as the over-the-road lease purchase, where they will have the the three buckets: ten cents, twenty cents, thirty cents, with the qualifiers being four, uh, six, and eight thousand miles. And uh, you know, uh, you know, we think that uh, you know we think that it's very realistic for the Tyson uh, company drivers to, to be in that, uh, you know, $500 a month, maybe more, so 6000 a year more there. And then uh, on, the, uh, on the lease purchase, I mean, uh, using the $9,292 example, uh, it's, it's just shy of 1000 <laughs> Uh So, um, again, these, these, these miles are very attainable. I mean, you're in the money at four thousand, and you're in the top bracket at eight thousand. So, uh, getting those rolled out this coming week, and uh, that uh, that should almost cover all the OTR cost centers. We got a couple stragglers, and we're almost uh, probably within a week. We'll be prepared to make announcements on them. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, did you want to uh, on the Tyson? Do you want to talk any more about the uh, lanes at all or anything? Or? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, there's no secret out there that there's uh, 
there's you know there's a truck capacity issue uh, and uh, so what what has happened this week with uh, Tyson is for the most part they've had uh, historically they've had pretty tight hiring areas uh, what they've came and, and said is we can open up those areas that we, we weren't eligible to hire drivers in before. So uh, examples being Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi. I mean, we've hired over-the-road drivers, don't get me wrong, but we've never uh, really been able to hire Tyson uh, dedicated drivers there. So opening up Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia, the Carolinas, uh, Arkansas, uh, it gives us a lot more opportunities. So, uh, like Brad was saying earlier, uh, if you know somebody that's looking for a job or you want to get a referral, uh, let's get them going. And, uh, you know, that, that the process is pretty clean. Mm -hmm. uh, that fleet is uh, pulling Tyson trailers, Tyson freight, and uh, the operators uh, are out uh, for two weeks on this fleet. Yeah, uh, right? pretty much, yeah, two weeks. Uh, just the way the freight freight flows, uh, promising guys are going to get home every week or every weekend. You know, you, you know more than get out there and it's time to head back. And it just really wasn't working. So it's more of a two-week cycle. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the drivers, uh, it's, you know, most of it's drop and hook, no touch. Um, you know, there's some customer deliveries, but a lot of plant-to-plant -plant stuff. You know, we provide the driver and the truck, and they provide the trailer and the freight. So um, it, it's pretty clean, pretty clean operation. I would uh, encourage all of you, uh, we've got uh, on the app, I'm trying to find out exactly where it is here. Um, we've got all the opportunities uh, that are available uh, through the app. And um, why am I not finding it? Well, one one of the new businesses Chris's team has got started is some business out of Arkansas up to uh, oh yeah up to uh, Chicago. So yesterday, uh, uh, you know, Chris ran the drivers, and they have a way of seeing how far they live from where the business is, and mm -hmm. so they identified a, a handful of over-the-road drivers uh, that may be interested in running Arkansas to Chicago and back. So lots of opportunities in the market. Um, you know, uh, whether it be our traditional business, uh, which is, you know, we're kind of meatheads. I like to call us meatheads. Uh, but there's other things that are breaking loose. Uh, I guess I'd just share briefly that we are uh, in the infant stage of starting up a, a kind of a high-value cargo division that uh, looks promising. Uh, it's too early to say for sure, but definitely looks promising. Mm -hmm. Looks like there's a real niche there. So... Uh, again, from a referral standpoint or from a business standpoint, uh, if you know drivers or are interested in high, hauling high value, there'll be uh, there'll be more announcements coming on that. Yeah, pharma, tobacco, a couple of commodities that we're talking yeah, about. Uh, cosmetics, uh, alcohol. Uh, uh, one thing that's really all the rage right now is these uh, these COVID test things. Oh yeah, I mean it's uh, it's crazy. Uh, how many of them are being shipped around the country. So, You know, on these dedicated openings, uh, on your app, I found it. And actually, uh, Tony's going to come on. We're going to talk about the app, the Transpo app. But, but currently, um, if you go into uh, the app in the upper right-hand corner where it's got that grid, if you scroll down uh, in the middle column where it says Copilot, uh, if you go down, 
one, two, three. If you go down five in the middle, it says dedicated resources. Click on that, and then there's the top one says dedicated openings. And uh, there's a really nice uh, layout of, of the current openings and the various dedicated fleets. It gives a nice uh, description of uh, where the freight runs and so forth. And if you live in the area that it operates, great. But if you don't and it's an area that you want to live in, raise your hand and let's let's talk about it. Uh, we, we don't have a formal relocation program at this point, but we're having discussions internally about uh, uh, coming up with a relocation program uh, for operators that maybe don't live in these areas. Um, or again, if you know someone that lives in these areas or wants to move into them, uh, we'll have some more details on that uh, pretty soon. But uh, I know Dan's uh, Dan's spending a lot of money here with these pay increases, so it's probably time for Dan to uh, maybe go back and, and, and to the office and go find some some get some rate increases, go bring on some new uh, new good paying freight and help us pay for those, Dan. Well, we'll uh, we're we're gonna do just that. Okay. So appreciate everybody. Thank you, everyone. Keep up the great job. Uh, stay the course, and uh, we're gonna have a we're going to – everything that 2020 has thrown at us uh, from COVID to, to uh, freight, freight shortages to freight surpluses, we're going we're gonna to figure out how to make uh, lemonade out of lemons. So oh, yeah. be careful out there. Take care and appreciate everything, and uh, we'll have more information coming. Thank you. Thanks, Dano. Tony, you want to come on in? Bring in our next uh, – Next guest here, and while we're doing that, I could not go enough what Dan said. I mean, uh, we're we're figuring this COVID thing out. Um, you know, it's it's a pain in the butt for all of us, uh, but uh, we're we're figuring out how to adapt. And uh, I I guarantee you this uh, with the people we have in this organization, uh, we're going to come out of this thing uh, very strong on the opposite end here. And uh, <clears throat> and here's Tony. What's up, Tony? So a beautiful day, Brad. Thank you for inviting me. Good to have you back. Uh, I think uh, we had you on on one of the earlier podcasts during Driver Appreciation Week, I recall. We did. It was a good time being up here. Yeah. I don't know. What were we talking about then? Transflow and the app. We were. That's what I thought. With yeah. the IT. Yeah. So we're bringing Tony back. And, you know, a little bit of this is, um, you know, during Driver Appreciation Week, um, we got that new Freightliner that came in. And the week after Driver Appreciation Week, uh, I went out there with uh, with Nate Jones. And, um, you know, not only were we experiencing the new truck, but I was experiencing uh, the, the Transflow app. And, and, you know, I can operate the vehicle, but I had never really gone through kind of the, the formal training, if you will, on, you know, how to use the uh, computer system and so forth and so I asked Nate who's a trainer I said treat me like a trainee and have me do everything and so um, and, the, and the biggest change to you know in addition to operating the equipment was doing all the computer work uh, was 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 and so I was able to experience uh, firsthand uh, what it's like to use the transflow system over the, um, whether it be uh, the app on my phone or whether it be the, the app on the uh, tablet. 
And uh, I know that uh, we had <coughs> we've had some growing pains uh, and challenges with that with the new system over the course of the last year. And I wanted to feel and, and experience that firsthand. And um, and really today I wanted to kind of tell you about what we've been doing. And so I, I got that experience. And um, you know, some things were good. Some things I didn't think were as good as they could be. And so what we've done is we we formed a committee. Tony and I are uh, we're on it. Uh, Warren, who's uh, representing the IT department. And then we had, uh, in addition to that, we had, let's see, Nate Jones um, was, was, was in, the, in the group. Um, who else do we had? Uh, we had uh, Chris, Chris Butler. Chris Butler uh, from the Mountaineer from out east uh, was in the fleet. Uh, Dustin, Dustin came up from Denton, from orientation up in Denton to be part of the group. Uh, similar to Tony, he's working uh, with uh, a lot of our new operators and, and training them on how to use this system. And then um, Mark, Mark was Mark was with us as well. Um, and so we had a nice group uh, involved. And, and what we did is we just said we're going to we're going to redesign this system. Uh, which frankly we designed to begin with. Um, this was this is not an out of the box system that we have here today. This is a system that we developed in conjunction with Transflow, using uh, an existing hardware um, from GeoTab that connects us to the ECM and provides e-logs. But really, the the you know making this all work the way we see it work is is a project that we did with Transflow and. It's 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 good uh, in a lot of respects, uh, but um, it's not great, and um, there are some stability functionality issues uh, that have been addressed or, or will be addressed. Um, you know, some of those might be, uh, you know, getting uh, logged off, for example, or having your duty status change. Uh, what were our, some of the other? We'll call it stability reliable you know functionality issues that were not working the way they should we've seen the logging off um instability but uh bob and the it team had released a version update that helped with the black screen and the yeah. logging off so we're not seeing nearly as much of that anymore the other one is um it'll ask you to reattach to your truck when you're out on the road okay and um i got a couple screenshots of that not only for myself, but other drivers. Mm -hmm. So we'll be looking into that as well, why, why we're seeing that. Good. So we've got some things that, you know, um, and there's, I guess speed on the tablet was another item that we talked about it. Uh, the speed and using the app over the phone seems to be quite a bit uh, more responsive and quicker than it does on the tablet. So that's something we're going to be uh, kind of diving into. Um, but the other thing that we did, and we spent two and a half days, basically. With a lot of good input. Yeah. Um, I took 18 pages of notes, so oh. a lot. And most of this was, how do we redesign this thing so it is by far the easiest and fastest and the best system that's out there in the industry? And uh, fortunately, we have uh, a really great IT department that's able to make some changes to it, and we've got a great partner in TransFlow that is going to be coming up here, um, I think, it, is it the week after next? or is it It's the week, week after next, yeah. I believe October 20th or so. So all of these uh, 
18 pages of notes, um, which is this collaborative effort from this uh, group that I talked about working together. All those notes are going to be um, uh, communicated to the Transflow people and to our IT staff, and, and they will decide, uh, you know, who does what. You know, some of the stuff Transflow people do, some of it Hirschbach people do, some of it we'll do together. Uh, but at the end of the day, we are going to make this thing the best system that's out there. And I'm pretty excited about what, what uh, some of the ideas and that we came up with. It's very exciting to hear about. So we had to hear the challenges, what the drivers were facing. Mm -hmm. And then seeing coming up with uh, fixes or solutions for it to be able to interact with this, what we're thinking of, it, it's going to be dynamic for the drivers out on the road. The ease of use and simplicity, but fully functional. Yeah, you, you, you almost won't need to be trained on it. Uh, it'll be very intuitive to use. Um, you know, some of the ideas uh, that we have, um, you know, the, the whole, well, one I think that's, that's kind of neat. There's a lot of them, but we're going to make the, the tablet function and look the exact same way that it works on your phone basically and um, so we use the phone app really as the basis for making changes and um, you know uh, there's some good stuff I, kn I know uh, the three bubbles on the top for example we're going to keep that hours of service in the middle but that announcements uh, on the left side is really going to become a library of videos with uh, different <coughs> different uh, departments or sections, whether it be videos like this that we're doing on a weekly basis, this video podcast, which has its own little banner, it says in the box with Brad or what have you, that'll be one section within the announcements. Uh, we'll have another one on, you know, equipment, safety, you name it, we'll have all these different ones. And when something new gets put in there, you know, we're, 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 planning on having a little bubble that shows you, you know, how many unseen new announcements you have not looked at. And similar to an email, for example, once you view them, your bubble count will, will go down. Um, on the right-hand bubble, we're planning on uh, showing you all of the career opportunities at Hirschbach, which is kind of cool. Um, I had just sort of talked earlier about how you find the dedicated ones, and you got to kind of you got to kind of hunt, right? You got to go to the grid, and then you got to, you know, go down the middle column through all these tiles and, and find it five down in the middle. And then once you get in there, you got to hit another button to get at it. And, and, that, and that's a good example of, I think, in general, one, one, of, the, one of the things I, I really came out of the experience in, in using the system was it felt like you had to dig a lot. You know, you might have to go like, three, four layers in to get to where you needed to do your pre-trip or your DVI or attach the tractor or trailer to the, the logs. And uh, so what we're talking about is really sort of one, you know, you can just hit one, one button, if you will, and get at these things pretty easily. I think a big change that we're looking at, too, is the ease of using the load screens. Yeah. Um, there's some challenges some days with sliding that bar. Yeah. And we're going to be changing that. So get rid of the bar. Yeah, I know I struggled on the tablet uh, having getting all the way across that screen. So it'll just be more of a touch button type of thing. 
Uh, the other thing I think that's pretty cool that we came up with is um, a lot of, let, let's call it, uh, a lot of the macros that you have, um, we're, we're reducing the number, uh, number one. But number two, you're initiating something. You're initiating a, you know, uh, you know, you're talking eroticist because you got init you're initiating a eroticist issue. You're initiating a payroll issue. Uh, you're initiating uh, a claims issue with an accident or don't have the accidents. I don't want you using that macro. But, you know, you got to say you got an overage uh, with some product uh, and you're initiating a claim, uh, an OS&D macro, those sorts of things. What we're, in, what we're envisioning is that um, almost like a, a, a ticket being opened. You're, you're initiating a ticket and... Um, we would have visibility to it like we do now, but so would you. And as that ticket is being touched internally by different people, you will receive updates on that issue, on what's, what's going on with it. Until ultimately that issue has been resolved. And we will say when we think it's resolved from, say, the non-driver end, the person that's helping you out, but it's only going to, but you are the one who's going to officially say it's resolved to your level of satisfaction. And you'll be able to, any issues you've got out there that are open, you'll be able to see these issues that are open and the latest status of them and go back and look at uh, historical ones, if you want to, of issues that you've had that have been resolved. And I think that's really exciting um, uh, for you to be able, I mean, not have that uncertainty or that question, hey, am I, you know, is this getting taken care of? Is it being worked on? You know, so on and so forth. And I know how frustrating it can be to not get an issue, um, to not know what's going on with the issue, uh, even though something might be happening with it, or uh, to have that issue not get resolved. And uh, this will provide uh, visibility for you and visibility for me as well. And uh, when I say me, I mean, if we've got issues that uh, are continuing to happen repeatedly, well, that might tell us we got an issue we need to, to hone in on and, and make some changes. Uh, and if we've got issues that are not getting resolved in a timely manner, we'll be able to, to see that as well. And so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. And I know everyone else on the committee is as well. I think another benefit to the uh, macros and the driver services ticket will be the ease of use to the driver and filling these out. Yeah. Just simplifying it. Well, and a lot of you back, you go back to the loads. Uh, we eliminated a lot of information we're asking you for now when you're doing your loaded call or empty call or something like that. A lot of information we've eliminated and, and really gotten it down to just a, a few basic items. And, and with the ability to, it'll be auto-filled on some of the categories. Yeah. So you're not spending your time typing in the number. It'll ought to be auto-filled be yeah. will be there. So anyway, I wanted to you know, bring you up to speed. Uh, we're moving pretty quickly here, of course. We'd love to wave the magic wand and have this thing in place yesterday. But um, uh, if you have any you know, frustrations and with the current system, you know, uh, let us know what those are, and um, but but understand that we uh, we're digging in deep, and we're moving fast, 
and this system will end up being the best system that's out there um, uh, in our industry. I'm, I'm very confident with the input of the entire group. I mean, it, it's truly, it was, there were seven of us and, you know, the old saying, two heads are better than one. Well, you, you got seven, seven folks in there that were all bouncing ideas off of each other or one idea would start and then someone would add something on top of that that would add something someone else on top of it and so forth and uh, i'm pretty sure that you're all going to be very very pleased with uh, the result of this uh, i don't know what the timeline will be um, you know the other thing we we dug into was the turn by turn directions quite a bit uh, with copilot we got it working now fuel stops are integrated so forth but you know, when I looked at that Copilot, frankly, and compared it to that nice Garmin system that Nate had above it, um, you know, I, I, it, it's not quite to that level. And uh, and, and I know a lot of you are using uh, a, an app, uh, is it Trucker's Path? Trucker Path, yes. Trucker Path, which is also very nice being able to just layer in whatever you, you know, the Love Truck Stops or Blue Beacons or whatever you want to layer in. It's very easy to do that. You can do some of that stuff, as we found with Copilot. We didn't know that you can do some things that uh, it can do, but um, it is a bit more cumbersome in, in having to figure out how to do that and, and, and so forth. So that's another item that we're going to be tackling is, is figuring out, is Copilot the right turn-by-turn -turn for us long-term, or should we uh, be looking at something different uh, possibly? Um, but the copilot, um, I'm happy to say it's, it, it's working now. It's working. I, uh, took some time yesterday and played around with some of the, the layering of it. Yeah. The settings. That is one item to do with copilot. We have to figure out a un universal default settings for it. Yeah. And it, it so it can show the truck stops. Correct. It, it just, can show the blue beacons and what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's just the blue pin as opposed to the, uh, logo for those places unfortunately yes um it's nice to be able to see the loves logo or the you know the pilot logo or what have you but uh we're, we're gonna work both ends uh we'll, we're gonna give copilot that's a, another organization that's obviously part of this uh program and we're gonna provide them the feedback that we would like them to to see change and and hopefully they can make those changes for us and have it look and, and work just as well as a Garmin or better. Um, but uh, if not, we'll, we'll, we'll go down a different path and try and figure that out. Well, Brad, it was super exciting to be part of this task force mm -hmm. working on this. It's going to be super exciting to work with the changes that we're proposing that the team came up with and getting that ready to roll. Yeah. Well, with that, uh, anything else uh, shall we conclude? Yeah, just a huge thank out thanks to not only the people who are in the room this past week, but for the drivers that I've talked to over the past six, eight months that have given me ideas on what should be improved. So thank you very much to everyone. It is appreciated. Yeah, your ideas uh, were uh, part of the solution, really. I mean, uh, so, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Tony, I want to thank you for uh, you've been uh, really in the middle of this uh, transflow and getting people trained up and, coming up with workarounds and, and, and so forth uh, when we had challenges and so forth. So uh, thanks thanks for uh, taking the bull by the horns with it here. And uh, I know that you're, you and Warren are going to kind of 
from the, the task force. Uh, really, Tony and Warren are going to be our representatives and working with Transflow and getting everything that we came up with in place. And I know you guys will uh, do a great job with that. So You're welcome. Good. All right. Well, with that, everyone, uh, we'll, we'll conclude today's uh, Friday podcast. We'll be back next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, maybe we should start a process where, you know, uh, you guys have questions or topics you'd like like for me to address. And um, whether I address them or I bring people on like Dan or Tony today to, to help communicate the issue. Uh, again, Ken Yates. I want to thank Ken Yates for joining us uh, today. I think he provided some, some really uh, great insight on what a successful operator here at Hirschbach uh, does in order to, uh, to be successful. So thanks, everyone. Appreciate everything you do. Um, and uh, we'll be back with you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the What's Your Drive podcast. We'd sure appreciate it if you subscribe or share the podcast with a friend. Leave us a review. And if you'd like to see more, stop by our website at whatsyourdrive-podcast.com. While you're there, leave us some feedback on the show and share your future topic ideas. Roll safe, everyone.